The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above Rise all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this. I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, Mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And good day, America. Welcome, Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people, all the boat rockers in the house, and anybody else I may have missed, to the Sons of Liberty radio show here on Red State Talk Radio, where we use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S. occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com, and for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book of the Bible as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so. SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio and you want to watch the video portion of the radio show, that's right, and see the face that's made for radio, head over to SonsOfLibertyMedia.com and there you'll see two videos at the top of the screen. The one on the left is Bradley's show from Saturday, so you got two hours worth of Bradley Dean if you didn't get to see him then. Uh, be sure to check that out, and that will be available up until 3 p.m. Eastern, at which time he'll be live in that little area there. On the right side of the page is where we're at. Click on the play button, blow it up, whatever device you got, and uh, look for the rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner. 
Uh, click on that and you can join us in the chat on Rumble. We do have some friends over there on Rumble. Good to see you guys as well as some of the other outlets. We're also streaming live to beforeitsnews.com, top of the page there. Rumble at Sons of Liberty Radio Live, a number of Facebook pages that bear my name, as well as uh, dlive.tv at the Sons of Liberty, twitch.tv at Real Tim Brown, and then Twitter for whatever that's worth at the Real Tim Brow 2. Drop the in off my name, add a two there, the Real Tim Brow 2 on Twitter, and you've got it there. Right up under where we're streaming live is also where you can sign up for our email newsletter. You get one of those a day. It goes out between 7 and 8 usually in the evening, Eastern Time. And uh, if you want our ministry email, if you want to see what's going on in the Sons of Liberty ministry that's sort of, I guess, behind the scenes of the radio, (laughs) um, you can go to sonsoflibertyradio.com, sign up for that. That goes out once a week on Saturdays, and you'll see exactly what we're doing out among the people. Um, so if you didn't know that we did that, then go to sonsoflibertyradio.com. You'll get that. Plus, you can also check out the things uh, that the Sons of Liberty have done over the years as well there. That's the ministry page. So uh, please give that a, a look, sonsoflibertyradio.com. And then finally, if you wish to help support us, um, you agree with our message and you'd like to keep us out there doing what we're doing, there's a donate button at the top of sonsoflibertymedia.com. Click on that and make a one-time donation or partner with us monthly as a son or daughter of liberty. And we do appreciate you guys very, very much. We really do. Okay, we're going to kind of toss things around here. And I, um, well, first of all, let me just give a couple of, let me give a couple of videos here. Uh, This guy, you guys have heard him before. Kenneth Copeland. Yeah, the guy that General Michael Flynn went and spoke at his church and then prayed that prayer to Michael the Archangel, the blasphemous prayer that he played, uh, prayed. And you guys all know who Kenneth Copeland is, right? I mean, I could literally come on here. I've got recordings that I'd have to dig out somewhere to transfer them from cassette tape to digital. With this guy, I mean, I don't even think you have to have discernment to see this guy's a false teacher. I, I just... It just seems readily apparent. Um, and yet, <clears throat> somebody, when I posted this, this is what they wrote to me. Seriously, th- this is a person who just isn't paying any attention. And this is what she wrote, and I'm going to play you the video here in a second. You, you see if you agree with her assessment. This is Nicole Nicole on Rumble. This is what she says. Seriously, setting stars, usually you guys are better than this crud. I guess she doesn't pay attention to uh, some of the stuff we deal with when we deal with false teachers and antichrist and such. So no problem with the executives and corporations that produce alcoholic beverages, uh, pornographic films, own run corrupt high tech firms, etc. Buying and using planes, jets for their personal and business travel. Um, I didn't say that. That is an assumption that Nicole Nicole has that's without basis. She then goes on to say, but somehow all Christians and Christian leaders should be held to some sort of vague designation of lack, poverty, and inconvenience, and indebtedness. Nobody said that. Nobody said that at all. Oi! So it's your job to decide how poor a Christian should be. Uh, Where did I say that? I just played a video of somebody asking him that I'm going to play for you in just a minute. This is how how, uh, biblically... Illiterate. That's the only word I know how to give. And lack of logic. She's throwing things in here that nobody ever said. Um, 
she says, so it's your job to decide how poor a Christian should be and what standard of living they should or shouldn't be expected to have in a free nation? Ugh, such foolish presumption. No, that's you, Nicole. You're presuming that I think all this kind of stuff that you're charging me with. Be wise, y'all. There is nothing holy about being poor, being wealthy. I agree. There isn't. There's nothing holy about any of it. Whatever a man has, whether he's poor or whether he's wealthy, he can thank God for that. God has a good purpose in us being poor, wealthy, middle class, whatever the case may be. That's not even the issue here. These so-called gotcha moments don't mean prove anything except your double standard. No, it proves that you have no discernment, Nicole. Why don't you talk about his teaching? Why don't you talk about his teaching about your little Christ? Like you're just like Jesus in the sense that you're, perf you're perfect and you can do all these different things that you're somehow a little God. Why don't you talk about that? Why don't you talk about his doctrine of hell? Why don't you talk about his doctrine of Jesus being tormented and tortured in hell by the demons? Which the Bible doesn't say. No, that's presumption. That's false teaching. And you would be wise to pay attention. KCM financial donors. Uh, oh, she must be one of those. Ah. They know who and what they donate to. If it's not your thing, then whatever. Move on. People don't need need you or anyone dumping on Christians. Uh, this guy's not a Christian. He is a false teacher. Read 2 Peter 2, Nicole. Even if you don't agree with him. I don't agree with him, and I don't agree with him, and neither does the Bible. The Bible condemns him. He is one that's been marked out for judgment. Make no mistake about it. Read it. Read the book of Jude. Read 2 Peter 2. You'll find out exactly what Kenneth Copeland is and his wife. Christians get enough lies, edited videos, and twisted info told against them already. Grow up. No, you grow up, Nicole. The command is for you to mature, not to be tossed about by every wind of doctrine, which is exactly what Kenneth Copeland engages in. Exactly what he does. Okay? Here's the video. I just want you to listen. There's just a lady who's interviewing him and asking him, about the money he spent. Now, look, Nicole, if Kenneth Copeland is in the right on this and buying Tyler Perry's jet, if he's in the right, why doesn't he just say, hey, look, we need this for the ministry. We're traveling all over. This is cheaper. Look, this is how I would do it if I had to have, if I had that and this was what was going on. I would say, here's the thing. What do you want me to do? You want me to, you want me to spend more money doing this or is this cheaper? And we looked at the cost analysis and this, that's the way I would do it. I'd just be honest about it. But he doesn't even answer this. And I want you to see and hear just the, the wicked. I, I don't know how to say it. For those who are on radio, you're not going to be able to hear this. Or you're not going to be able to see it. But you can hear it. Just the, the wicked look that's in his eye. And the fact he wants to go after this person for asking him about the, the spending of money. It's, it's absolutely incredible. Check it out. Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example? Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but... Isn't it the business of your donors? Listen, I paid. <laughs> the airplane that we have that I bought from Tyler Perry, and I didn't pay anywhere in Tyler's one of the greatest guys. He made it... He made that airplane so cheap for me, I couldn't help but buy it. I love your eyes. 
Again, getting back to the comment, you said that you don't like to fly commercial because you don't want to get into a tube with a bunch of demons. Do you really believe that human beings are demons? No, I do not. And don't you ever say I did. We wrestle not with flesh and blood, but principalities and powers. And then he puts on that creepy little smile. And don't you ever say I did. And people, and people defend this. And this is, look, listen, listen carefully. This is right out of the very place, the hotbed of heresies, Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm telling you right now, virtually all the heresies that you're seeing in the modern church are coming right out of Tulsa, Oklahoma. Right out of it. Kenneth Hagan, Kenneth Copeland, all the old boys. Some of them have gone on and found out it wasn't, it wasn't a wise thing to mishandle the Word of God the way they did. Right out of there. And so-called Christians have zero, zero discernment about what these guys are doing, what they're teaching, they just, they don't have a clue. They really don't have it. And then you get people like Nicole. Nicole, I'm not trying to cap on you. I'm really not trying to do that. But really, you need to, you need to know the word of God yourself. And it seems clear to me, you have no idea of what Second Peter 2 teaches. You have no idea what Deuteronomy 13 teaches, Deuteronomy 18, the book of Jude. Because if you did and you had the spirit of God, he would be pointing you and saying, you need to leave that guy alone, and you need to call him out, but you don't, and you need to repent. You, you, you really need to repent. I just... Uh, okay, so there's that one. Now, uh, let me make a correction. I did play a video the other day when uh, New Zealand Prime Minister Arden uh, resigned, and it was in a sort of sports bar, and somebody sent me a message and said, hey, I think that was photo edited or whatever, and I, and I get it. Um, I kind of thought that at first, but then I said, eh, I'm going to play it anyway. It was just so good. Um, and I think there was a lot of people who were rejoicing like that. Okay, it was Photoshopped or whatever you do with video, edited, something like that. So, but I, I, her resignation was real. Uh, just the people's response, at least in that video, was not. So let me make that correction. Now, they've got Howdy Doody in there in New Zealand. No, seriously, they have howdy duty. This is, <laughs> you, uh, when you see him, uh, just picture him with that little cowboy hat. This is howdy duty. Uh, he's the new prime minister there in New Zealand. Same tyrannical agenda. Listen to what he has to say. I think early next year we'll be in the phase of chasing up people who haven't come forward to get their vaccination or have missed their bookings and so on. So uh, everyone will be able to get a vaccine between now and the end of the year. Uh, but of course, you know, and, and I want every New Zealander to come forward, but human behaviour suggests that there will be some people that we have to actually really go out and look for, uh, and, and some of that may spill into next year. But our commitment is everyone will have the opportunity to get the vaccine by the end of the year. Uh, everyone will. Uh, but oh, everyone will. That, you know, that we're not going to have some hesitant people or some people who just haven't come forward that we don't have to go out and find next year. Wow. We don't have to go out and find you. We're going to hunt you down. If you don't take this, uh, if you don't take this cyanide pill, if you don't take this uh, depop shot, we're going to hunt you down and make sure you take it. I know we got on TV and we acted like we took it, but we really didn't take it, but we're going to make sure you have to take it. Yeah. Same agenda, same agenda being pushed forward. 
a couple more, and then we're going to get into the topic here. This is um, from 1976. Now, if you remember, we've had Kate, we've had Dr. Madej, we've had Dr. Tenpenny, who, Dr. Kaufman. We've had all these people talk about how when studies were done on certain things and they were using animals. And again, I'm going to come out and I'm just going to say it. You can call me PETA or whatever you want to call me. To use animals in this fashion is not the way God intended. To be testing on them with dangerous chemicals and drugs and stuff. I, you know, a man, the Bible says that we take care of our animals. Or a righteous man does. An unrighteous man doesn't do that. And they're using these animals in these tests. And like if they get so many of them that die or harmed or whatever. And you guys seen what Dr. Fauci did with the beagles. They stop. They stop. They quit doing it. Well, this is 1976. This is the swine flu shot. Listen to the report here. And uh, by the way, check out the hair and the, uh, and the dress on these guys back in the 70s. This is Channel 7's 11 o'clock Action News with Bill Bonds, John Kelly, and Detroit's number one news team. Good evening, everybody. I'm Bill Bonds, and here's a look at what's happening tonight. And what's happening is that the swine's flu vaccination program ground to a halt from coast to coast today. There have been now 12 reported deaths so far, with victims dying just a few hours after receiving those just shots. All of the victims were elderly persons, and all, we are told, died of apparent heart attacks. In the state of Michigan, Ooh, the state health director, attacks. Maurice Risen, mm. ordered a stop to all swine flu shots after three Michigan men died hours after receiving just their vaccinations. Just three in the state. Health officials estimate that 10,000 Michigan people have already received their shots. And President Gerald Ford told ABC Television News tonight that he intends to get his vaccination. Well, did Betsy get it too? I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, 12 people, 12 people, it was shut down. Three people in the state of Michigan, it was shut down. We've got far more than that going on. And I know you guys out there, you self-appointed, bought and paid for fact checkers. Uh, you'll say, no, 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 Tim, we, we don't have any conclusive proof of this. Let me tell you something. I'm not a doctor. Don't play one on TV. Didn't spend a night in a Holiday Inn Express. Okay. But I'm going to tell you this. When you see what's been rolling out the past little over two years, as far as the shots are concerned, and you see all, and you've been watching all the stuff that we've been watching, you are a fool if you don't even call into question, hey, is this the result of the shot? No, if you call that in, you're a conspiracy theorist. We're going to talk about that in just a minute. You're a conspiracy theorist if you do that. Well, I, like I've said before, why don't you call out the police force? Why don't you call out the detectives? Because what they do is they go investigate the scene. They take all the pieces and they form a theory of what they think went on because they weren't there. And then they start forming a theory about suspects and what they must be like and who they might even be. They form theories. And if they come in and they say, well, no, it wasn't one person. It was two persons. That means there was a conspiracy there, which makes it a conspiracy theory. But no, they don't tell you that. They don't tell you that. They just want you to look. This is the new the conspiracy theorist is the new you're a racist. You know, the communists would use it. You're a racist to shut up their opponents. They still do it. Of course, some people have gotten wise to that. 
the conspiracy theorist or conspiracy theory is the new you're a racist. Okay. But you can see 1976, 12 people dead from the swine flu shot. Shut it down. Shut it down. I'm going to save this one till the end um, for what the lady has to say. So today, <clears throat> just going to bring up this issue here, and we're going to make some biblical references too as to what's going on. But you, you guys remember uh, this lady. Now, I didn't follow these ladies. I, I saw them a couple of times. I found them entertaining, okay, despite the fact that they supported Donald Trump. But I found them entertaining. Um, I don't rejoice over Lynette Hardaway, who was known as Diamond. I don't, I don't rejoice over her death. I don't rejoice over the suffering of her family. In fact, but when I saw it, I mean, it, it broke my heart. I, I'm. It's a shame that the lady was, what, 51? Or, I mean, she was a young lady. I, at least I consider her to be young. If they supported Trump. That's, that's a problem for me. But they were entertaining. And I know they had, because some people have sent me some of their shows, where they interviewed people who were doctors. I think one of them was on our show that I saw. And, um, and, and so they were being informed about the shot. They were being informed about the, the main drugs that they were pushing, the ivermectin and the hydroxychloroquine and stuff. They were informed about it. And I know also that uh, Miss Hardaway had some high blood pressure issues because they, I sent some clips of that where she mentioned that, and that was last year. And so I didn't jump the gun and say, hey, she had the shot, but I'm going to tell you it was in my mind. Somebody, with the way the, the, the media had put that out, she died suddenly. The first thought in my mind was this woman had the shot. And <clears throat> I also know that they spoke out against the shot, at least at one time. They did speak out against it. But they were Trump supporters. And... The father of the vaccine kept pimping it and continues to pimp it to the people as though it's good for you. He's lying through his teeth. And I don't, it's amazing to me. It is just absolutely amazing to me that these doctors who are calling out the shots are, that many of them are supporters of Donald Trump. It's amazing to me that many of his supporters are against the shot, speaking out again, but they're gonna they're more than they're ready to pull the, the lever today, push the button, sign the ballot, whatever. They're more than willing to do that. You're talking about cognitive dissonance. You're talking about spiritually blind to what is going on. And I mean that. Just blind, absolutely blind. My friend Sherry sent this to me. She said you were right, and I didn't, I didn't know what it was. I didn't get a chance to see it, and then I, I watched it, and I think it was over the issue of Miss Hardaway had the shot. I don't know that she had it, okay? I don't know that she had it, but I want you to listen to what her sister here, I don't know her, I don't know her real name, um, Silk. Okay, well, that's, I guess that's how everybody knows her. Um, I want you to listen to what she said here at this press conference because I want you to make your, your own estimation. I want you to ask yourself, what is she saying here in this? How do you take this about what happened to her sister? Take a listen. As soon as Diamond hung up the phone, she said to me, I can't breathe. 
It was suddenly, out of nowhere, and no warning. I got her to the kitchen table, opened up the back door so that she can get some air. And each breath was less and less and less until her eyes became a stare. My husband and I followed the 911 instructions uh, 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 from the lady. We laid her, like they told us to lay her flat. They said do CPR, and it was one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. My husband and I alternated and kept going and going and going until the emergency truck came and came into the, the yard and the EMS came into the house. They did everything that they could. But what I want to say to everybody is don't you dare call me a conspiracy theorist. Because I saw it happen. I saw how it happened. I was there when it happened. And it happened suddenly. I want America to wake up and pay attention. Something ain't right. It's time to investigate what's really going on here and get some answers to why are people falling dead suddenly. Okay, all right. So, I'm not going to say the obvious. All right, I don't, okay, don't say the obvious, because it is obvious. For those of us who are paying attention, Silt, with all, res all due respect, it's obvious to everybody who's been paying attention for the past three years what's going on here. And I, I really wish she would tell the people whether or not her, her sister got the shot. I, you know, maybe she did have a heart attack. We also know that certain levels of 5G will suck the air right out of you. 60 gigahertz and more. I don't know if she's been targeted with that. That's a possibility, too. We've covered those things. But the fact of the matter is, help everybody out by saying, my sister got the shot. Just answer. Answer the question. This isn't hard. Nobody's got, I'm certainly not going to beat you up over that. I'm not going to beat your family up over that. Just tell us whether she got the shot or not. I'm not trying to pad an account. I don't make any money for giving, that, giving what I give every morning. I don't. I don't. That's not the point of it. The point is, if we're going to save people's lives, then people like, Silk are going to have to come out and say, my sister didn't have the shot. It doesn't have anything to it. There's something else going on here, at least in this situation. Or she had the shot. Could this be the issue? Because we've seen all the evidence that it's been this way in the other people. I, I'm curious about if they're going to do an autopsy on her. Are we going to find the same stuff John Looney has been finding? All these blood clots in the heart, in the blood vessels. Is that what we're going to find? I don't know. I don't know. But I'm telling you right now, these ladies were pushing the father of the vaccine. And this guy has shown zero remorse for the product that he pushed out with your money. Billions of your money in violation of everything that we see in the Constitution. Everything. Everything. 
just took your money and gave it to Big Pharma. By the way, we have Robert F. Kennedy Jr. saying that Pfizer gave Donald Trump's inaugural $1 million. So you could say the inauguration of Donald Trump was brought to you by Pfizer. That's right. Got the video for that, and all everybody loses their mind because Kennedy said that. Kennedy also said that Trump shut down the investigation into Big Pharma and the vaccines. Yep, that's we got the video for that. In fact, I probably could pull it up real quick because we played it on the show once before. And um, I, I just want to see if I can bring this up real quick. Um, I hope I can type this out. This is live radio, so we're going to see if we can bring this up. Okay, here we go. Um, let me let me play just a little bit of this. I don't know how far it is because I'm doing this on the fly. It's like a 10-minute video. Let me play just a little bit of this. This is Robert F. Kennedy. This is uh, last year. Uh, he's been interviewed by some guy here. I, I don't know the guy. Um, but anyway, this is Kennedy. I'm going to, I'm going to take and move it forward just a little bit. And uh, wind with it. Well, what happened was as we go through, he con in 20, he's talking about Trump over the Christmas vacation, um, 2016, he's elected. Right. right? And then the, obviously the election isn't in November. So I was skiing and with my kids in Colorado over Christmas vacation and I got a call from his chief of staff saying the president-elect wants to meet That's so crazy. And he wants to talk about vaccines. So, uh, you know, I've been an activist on trying to get safer vaccines for yeah. a long time. And, of course, I agreed to meet with him. So I went There is no safe vaccine, by the way. After getting home, I went to Washington or I went to New York and met with him in Trump Tower and um, I during it was about a two-hour meeting had you ever met with him before i had sued him twice before successfully okay, yeah, and i had met him and you know the the lawsuit um was not something that had hurt our relationship i right. stopped him from building two golf courses in the new york city watershed about and those lawsuits were about two or three years apart so um and he knew me and he knew my family he would um when my sister ran for the for governor of Maryland, he made a big contribution to that. He contributed to my brother, who was then in Congress. And I had a cousin who was a, a congressman from Rhode Island, and he made uh, contributions to that. He was a big Democratic donor at that point. He called me. He asked me to come in. I had, as I said, about a two-hour meeting with him at that meeting People were coming in and out of that meeting. So, um, so Steve Bannon was there. Um, Renz Priebus, if you remember him. Uh, Hope Hill was there. Kellyanne Conway and uh, and Jared Kushner and both of the president's sons at various times were in that meeting. A lot of people. And he, but it's, I had a lot of time alone with President Trump too. He said that. He believed that vaccines were making people sick. Specifically, he had three women friends who were mothers, one who was in the building that day, who had perfectly healthy kids, who had gotten uh, a, you know their wellness visits. And they were around two years old, and the, the children never were the same after those visits. They all 
had been subsequently diagnosed with autism, and he believed that it was linked to the vaccines. And he, you know, because he had been open about that during the campaign, hundreds of women had, as they did, the same thing that happened to me that got me into this, you know, this career killing uh, um, advocacy, vaccine <laughs> safety, obviously. Um, you know, people start coming up to you and saying, you know, this happened to me. This happened to my son. I had a perfectly healthy child and who exceeded all his milestones. And I took him in at 16 months and he, you know, he was speaking, he was toilet trained, he had social interactions. And I took him in and he had a a shot uh, or a series of shots. Usually yeah. it could be up to nine. Yeah, and now he's living in a freaking tent at the circus right. in the afternoon. And they get at night, he's like a fever, 103. They have, I mean, the, the, the stories were eerily all identical. They had a seizure, and then over the next three months, they lose all of their capacity to their social interactions, for eye contact. They begin the, Oh, yeah. It's scary. I mean, a lot of that stuff is super scary. So but so you go into that office so with Trump. I go in there, and, so, and he tells me these stories. And he says he wants to do something about it. And does it seem serious when he's saying that? Like, uh, yeah, well, I, yeah, he was dead serious. Okay. And he asked, um, you know, whether I would run a vaccine safety commission. Then he asked what I would do, and I said, "Listen, I don't think you have to do a big political lift. All I think you need to do is open up the databases and allow independent scientists in there to actually look at the science because." The HMOs have all the vaccine data down to batch for every child in America, and they also have the medical records. So all you have to do, in fact, you can do now that is AI can do machine counting and you can do cluster analysis. And you can figure out very, very quickly whether all of these epidemics, not, not just of you know neurodevelopmental diseases like all the ADD, the ADHD, the speech delay, the Tourette syndrome, the um, uh, and narcolepsy, the ASD and autism. Oh, yeah. The That's allergic diseases, food allergies, peanut allergies. Oh, it's crazy when you think about asthma that. and then all the autoimmune diseases. Adult asthma. What? Even adult asthma. Yeah. Well, they, but, and they're all listed, by the way, on the vaccine inserts as vaccine side effects because the only way that you can sue. Except you know, the mRNA vaccine, which is not a vaccine. And made it illegal to sue a vaccine company for injury you still can sue them if they know of an injury that's caused by their vaccine and they don't list it on the side effects so uh, they list, they list 400 everything. injuries on there's falling down the stairs everything <laughs> well yeah, they'll list it's anything. all the autoimmune diseases but all, they're covering all their bases that way yeah but saying. they're not allowed to list it unless there's significant evidence that it's actually being caused by the vaccine fda fda is not allowed to allow them to list it unless FDA believes it's being caused by the vaccine. So, so you had so so you have this meeting with Trump. Just to just kind of going back to that, you have this meeting. I had with the Trump, meeting with Trump, and 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 and, and you he, leave out of the meeting kind of hopeful about it. Well, I said to him, "What do you want me to do?" And he said, "We want you to announce it." So, Jared Kushner escorted me to the Prescott scrum. How tall is Jared Kushner? You think he, he's a. Uh, He's about, I think he's about my size. He's about six one. Okay. And I think you're like six one too, right? Yeah, I'm about a little over six. I'm reaching. I'm doing yoga too. I actually did some this morning. 
Yeah. Well, you start shrinking too on you. I mean, I told you the next 20 years of your life are going to be a nightmare because. Um, <laughs> well, you battle against it a lot. I see you at the gym all the time. Yeah. You used to. Yeah, until it closed up. Yeah. But I hear about you at the gym sometimes. When it opened back up briefly, the trainer that I have is okay, like, Okay, I'm just going to oh, move yeah. ahead. So then I went down and announced it, talked to the press, and then uh, a week later, Pfizer made a million dollar contribution to Trump's inaugural. A mm, million dollars. Mm. And then Trump comes in, and we continue to have some meetings with Fauci, and, you know, that he he had set up that we're part of this process and we're rolling to get this thing started. And does we Fauci meet. seem legit when you talk to him? Does he seem like somebody, does he seem like uh Oh, he's very, very charming, but he's not, he's, listen, Fauci, I'm about to publish a book on Fauci. Yeah. And he's, um, you know, he's basically, he's been there for 50 years. So he's like J. Edgar Hoover. And the only way that you last at that agency for 50 years is by, carrying water for the pharmaceutical industry and under his watch he's supposed to prevent autoimmune and allergic diseases under his watch chronic disease has gone from affecting 12 percent of the american population to 54 percent we take oh, yeah. more pharmaceutical drugs than anybody in the world we it's pay crazy. the highest prices so we it's we he's made this country pharmaceutical nation yeah my brother's allergic to sesame seeds but you know exactly and the way that you get allergies is from the aluminum adjuvant in the vaccine which is meant is put in that vaccine to initiate an allergic response and it and so if you have sesame seed oil as an excipient in the vaccine or if you're if you're eating sesame seeds when you have that aluminum adjuvant in you it can promote provoke an allergic a permanent allergy and if you look, you don't know anybody who is my age who has food allergies. Very, very hard to find. I think it's one in something like 1,300. And today, oh, you know, today if you're born after. You kill half a football team. Yeah, you know what I'm after, saying? Everybody's after got 1989. So any, anybody who was born after 89, I think it's one in 12 now. Autism went from one in 10,000 in my generation to one in every 34 kids. And it's the same with all these chronic diseases that are all listed as side effects. So the proof the seems to be right there. Well, that's correlation, which isn't actually proof. But okay. if you actually go into the scientific literature, the proof is there. But now is that science? So, so whenever you talk to Trump, and you said, OK, let's open up this this database, right? This information, because you said like, yeah, I said, let let you know, I said, you don't have to do any heavy lift. You don't have to go to Congress. You don't have to change regulations. All you have to do is open up the vaccine safety data link, which is the medical records for the top nine HMOs and allow independent scientists to go in there and just open it up so they can start publishing. And did he do it? And no, he didn't. It's still locked, you know, locked. Do you hear that, Trumpites? Make sure nobody can get One million dollar donation for the inaugural. And, and, you, and know, you say Donald Trump can't be bought. These two scientists called David and Michael Geyer ordered them to go in there and they, they let them into the place they... They gave them one study room. They would not allow them near a copy machine. They allowed them pencils, and they had to write down data, and they they cranked the heat in the room up to 105, and they, you know, stole their hard drives, and they did. Writing? They they did not want anybody in that. 
Right. right. And writing's hard to give a shot. You've written a letter. It's like having a stroke the whole time. It's like, <laughs> I feel like it's <laughs> I feel like that at times. I, I mean, it's absolutely yeah, ridiculous. I do. I, I, I mean, you might still write. I mean, it, it's, yeah, it's getting. Uh, <laughs> it's like so anyway, stroke. that's hilarious. So, anyway, so Big Pharma so stepped in and put some money in. Pharma stepped in and Trump appoints pharma, uh, Pfizer's lobbyists. Ooh. To run FDA. What? Um, oh, no, uh, not uh, Trump. He's for the people, Lillian man. Don't you know? Alex Azar to run HHS. He can't. As as they came no, Robert, you must be. And was that a big, were you bummed about that? Was I bummed? Yeah, I was very bummed. I'd have been bummed. Yeah, of course. I just wait. It, bummed, it was like within our grasp, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can just hear the people now. Robert, you don't know what you're talking about. You're one of those bloodlines of the Kennedys, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm just sitting here going, okay, did Trump do it or not? Here's the guy on the inside. He's been, he's been promoting this stuff since before Trump was, was president. He's been out there speaking out again. Now, I think he's wrong in thinking about viruses. I think he's wrong about wanting safer vaccines. I think we ought to, we ought to be going for no vaccines. You don't need them. You really don't need them. I don't know how many times we have to, you know, reference Leviticus where God said the life of the flesh is in the blood. But somehow man can do it better than God did. The reason we're having the problems is largely and largely because of vaccines, starting from when we we're kids. I told you guys I had Stephen Halford on from Vaccines and Christianity. And one of the things that uh, that kind of stood out there to me was I said, you know, I don't really know that I have anything. He goes, do you have any allergies? And I said, well, yeah, I, you know, I once or twice a year I get what they call hay fever, whatever. And it'll it'll get to the point where it would put me completely down. I have to go and lay down and pretty much sleep the whole day. I get up and do a little work. I go back to bed. I get up and do a little work for a whole day. I can feel it coming on. Now, I'm going to tell you, since Kate has taught me some things and since I've done certain things, I don't have that. I don't, I really don't, I don't experience that. I haven't experienced it in a couple of years. So I'm thankful to God for that. But the fact of the matter, here's Robert Kennedy pointing out what was going on. He wanted to get to the bottom of what it was. You see what they did to him. You see what they did to the guys, turning the temperature up to 105. Anybody want to ask Donald Trump about that? Anybody want to ask him about the man? Oh, but Tim, he didn't take a he didn't take a paycheck. Well, he gave that money away. There's no question about it that that he gave the money away. But oh, are you seeing all of the little hodgepodge of junk stuff that's being sold in the name of Trump? H have you seen what he's done? What he's what he's doing with other things, making money? And here's the other part that's the disconnect for, for his supporters. And this isn't about trying to tear down Trump. It's just pointing out so people can see it. Here's the thing about his supporters. They try to tell me, oh, you know, he, he and JFK Jr., they're the real president and vice president. That's what they're telling us. They're telling us that they're fighting aliens and demon creatures underground under the United States and these dumbs. That's what they're telling us. This is why you have all these earthquakes and stuff. That's what they're telling us. Okay. They're telling us that Donald Trump plays 5D chess, and yet when you ask them about the most important thing, probably out of this guy's presidency, the shot. Oh, he was deceived. Oh, he was given wrong information. Oh, he, he was just a dummy about that. 
Really? 5D chess man. And probably the most important thing, the one thing that's literally, and I'm not saying killing, I'm saying murdering. They know it. They knew it before they rolled it out. We have the Pfizer documents. They knew it in the first month they rolled it out. It was killing people a lot more than 12, more like 1,200. It's injuring people worldwide. And yet, Mr. 5D Chess, I'm smarter than the rest of the guys. I've got better your mama jokes than anybody else. And I don't take a paycheck from the American people, but I'll go spend, I don't know, hundreds of millions of dollars to go play golf. Is somehow deceived by that. And he continues to pimp it, even though the evidence is there. Are you seriously trying to get me to buy into that? This is what the people of America have come under. They have come under a strong delusion. So I want to go back to to um, Silk here for a second, because she said at the end of her statement something I think is very important. And, you know, Silk, hey, I'd love for you to contact us if you get this. I don't know that she'll even watch this, but I'd love for you to contact us, and I'll try to be fair. I mean, everybody knows me as trying to be a fair guy. If I disagree with you, I disagree with you, but I'll try to be fair with you. I'd love to give you the platform here to come out and tell us about what happened to your sister. And let me ask you, did she have the shot? Did you have the shot? Did you believe Donald Trump to the point where you were willing to, I don't know, for lack of a better a better statement, were you willing to go along in a Jim Jones kind of moment and drink the Kool-Aid or take the Kool-Aid into your body. I, I don't know. And I say that with all honesty and, and as humble as I can say it. But would you come on the show and tell us? I have some questions about that. If your sister already had high blood pressure and she's dealing with that and she takes this shot because Donald says it's safe and effective, I have to ask the question, why would you give any support to a man like that? I know why you don't give it to Joe Biden. I don't give it to him either. So people don't even say, well, you must be for Joe Biden. You must be for Hillary. No, no, no. You haven't listened to the Sons of Liberty. Ours holds up standards. And those standards apply. I don't care what political jersey you have on. So she says, don't call me a conspiracy theorist. Well, why would she say that if her sister didn't have the shot? I mean, I'm... I'm Get it. Tim doesn't know all the details of what went on there with her sister. But why would you say, don't call me a conspiracy theorist? I saw it. I saw what happened. She saw her sister losing her breath. She saw her sister take her last breath. She saw her sister dead. I got a question for the guys who were out there and great job over at Rebel News for, for confronting Albert Borla. But I, I got a question. When are we going to get some questions here from Donald Trump? When is anybody, Candace Owens, you softballer, when are you going to start asking Trump about the deaths and injuries on the VAERS report? Just those. When are you going to confront him with that? No, you guys throw softballs. You don't ask him any of that. He tells you that nobody's died, nobody's been injured, it's great, you should go have your shot, blah, 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 blah. He's a mouth. That's what he is. That's what the bankers who bailed him out in the 90s said. He's a marketer. He's a mouth. He can sell things. And that's what he's done. He sold the American people 
the Depop shot. That's what he sold them. And he sold it to them in a $6.2 trillion dwarfs anything that Obama or Biden has done. Not that they're legitimate in what they're doing either, but he sold it to us, the people at large, a 6.2 omnibus bill. And that's the Congress as well. It's not just Trump and it's not just Biden or Obama. It's the Congress that does it too. This is why you got to get this through your head. The federal government needs to be dissolved, gone, finished, done away with. And when those boys come back home, you start building up your militia and your grand jury. You put the evidence in and you start holding your representatives and senators accountable because you can do it. But I'm going to tell you what. I've come to the conclusion I told Bradley over the weekend. The protests are great. I love to see them. I love to see that people know what's going on. In the protest. But it's come time where protests need to be the past. You are never going to deal with this issue until you deal with it hands-on. You're never going to deal with this issue. You're never going to deal with abortion until you deal with it hands-on. And this means some of you sheriffs out there, you know there's no law to protect the murder of the unborn, and you won't stand up against it. You won't go and shut down the abortion clinics. You won't deputize the men in your county and go shut it down. Armed. That's what the Second Amendment's for, the security of a free state and the militia. You won't go shut it down because you're cowards. You'll talk the talk, but when it comes time to walk the walk, you say, oh, well, there's codes and there's statutes and there's, there's people above me and I don't want to lose my job. And You're going to have to take a stand. And it's not going to be a stand with a sign in your mouth. It's going to be armed to deal with the people who are violating the law. Same thing's true with the shots. Walgreens, CVS, Walmart, the rest of them, let me tell you something. They're doing it, and they're doing it without informed consent. They're doing it without informed consent. I want to ask you something. We're going to go over a little bit because i got something else I'm going to play here in a minute. But I want to ask you something. Those of you who call yourselves Christians, when you go back in the Old Testament, oh, Tim, that Old Testament, Jesus did away with the Old Testament. He didn't do away with it. The Old Covenant is done away with. Yes. 1 Corinthians 11 tells us that the Old Testament exists to teach us something so we don't do what those people did. Paul says all scriptures given by God, it's inspired by the Holy Spirit for reproof, correction, and instruction in righteousness. It still is valuable, just as valuable as the New Testament, by the way. And what do we see about godly men of the past? Let's take Samson, let's take Ehud, let's take Joshua, let's take those guys. And what did they do? I'll let you answer that. Go back and read what those, read what happened in the book of Judges when you had wicked men around. What did they do? They knew what was right. They knew what was wrong. They didn't sit there and say, oh, we have, we have to submit to the authority because Romans 13 and my pastor said that and, 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 and. And, and, and he said that we have to submit to the tyrants. That's not how those men acted. No, they went and dealt with the criminals. And I'm wondering when we're going to see that. I'm wondering where we're going to see the men who talk big and bad, who've got the memes up with their guns and their skulls and their punishers and all this other stuff. When you're going to get together with other men, and you're going to start getting together, informing one another, 
and start carrying out the execution of the law. And it's not just with the militia. Look, I believe in due process. I believe in all those kinds of things. But this is all in our face, guys. But this is in our face. And I can guarantee you that other countries around the world, when you start seeing guys stand up, they aren't doing this long, drawn-out process. They recognize there's a threat to them. And there's a threat to us. There's a threat to our children. You people who are going to be forced to give your kids shots because you're still in the public indoctrination centers we call public schools, that is a direct threat against your kids. And you're going to submit to that? Really? Sorry, I can't go along with that. I can't go along with that. Mm -mm. No way. No way. They may take me out. I'm not going along with that. I'm just telling you. I've been there. I've been in the ignorant state, not knowing what to do and all. Now I know what they do from that experience. Not happening. Not happening while I'm drawing breath, I'll tell you that. It's not going to happen while I draw breath. It isn't. This is, um, I want to hit this, and then if you guys want to hang over, sonsoflibertymedia.com, if you're on Red State Talk Radio, that's where we're going to pick it up, top of the page there on the right side of the page, beforeitsnews.com, top of the page, or any of the other outlets I mentioned before. When Silt mentioned, don't you dare call me a th conspiracy theorist. I, look, in the vernacular, I feel you. I, I do. I really do. I feel what you're saying. Because you were there. And no fact checker, no mockingbird media is going to take away what you experienced in watching what happened to your sister. And I got a feeling Silk wants some justice. We do too. That's our whole message. The gospel message is about justice. Oh my goodness. What do you think Jesus was doing on the cross? Well, he was killed unjustly. Yes, he was. And yet, it was fulfilling the just demands of the law that the Father gave. And Jesus was submitting to that on behalf of those who are his people, those for whom he laid down his life, the ones he loved. That was justice. Don't tell me the gospel doesn't include justice. It certainly does. And it calls men, you see what God did to Jesus, his own son, for your sin, and you want to continue to wallow in it? No, you repent of your sin. You turn from your sin. You don't continue in it. You don't do that. We'll finish this up on sonsoflibertymedia.com. Catch us over there. Bradley will be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com. And we'll see you bright and early. Lord willing, 6 a.m. See ya. Want to welcome everybody coming over from Red State Talk Radio, and uh, yeah, I I don't get it. I don't get that people don't understand the justice of God. I know where it comes from. It comes from false teachers like Kenneth Copeland. It comes from false teachers like what's this guy's over here at uh, Elevation Church. That think that people are more concerned about what t-shirt he has on or belt he has on or what kind of boots he wears or jeans he wears than he is about really the gospel message. They have a social gospel. You say, well, we're trying to help people. Okay, yeah, but have you come to repent of your sin? 
If you've repented of your sin and you're helping people, that's one thing. If you're continuing in your sin and your materialism and all the other stuff, and you're doing that, you're just tacking on something as though God's going to approve you because of your, quote-unquote, good deeds, which are nothing more than a minstrel garment that's been used, according to Isaiah. It's a filthy rag. Are you clothed in Christ? That's really the issue. So here's what I want to do. When Diamond said that, or when Silk said this, don't you dare call me a conspiracy theorist. I just want you to take you over this. This was from Corey Lynn, our friend Corey Lynn. Uh, her website is Corey's Digs. Some of you guys are familiar. I think Corey Lynn, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. I think Corey Lynn is the superior investigative journalist in the world today. And I would put her right up there with what I see for Whitney Webb. Maybe even more. But uh, Corey Land put this out. The CIA coined and weaponized the label conspiracy theory. Why did they do that? And how did they do that? Let me just read you a couple of things. And we're going to talk a little bit about um, a, a few things out of Scripture. Ever been called a conspiracy theorist? Ever wonder where that term came from? In 1976, the New York Times obtained a document they requested via the Freedom of Information Act. This document was a CIA dispatch labeled Psych for Psychological Operations that was distributed in 1967, indicating they coined the phrase conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorists to attack anyone who challenged the official narrative from the Warren Commission. Now, what was the Warren Commission? Okay, guys, I'm on the radio. Please don't message me on Facebook while you're doing that. Thank you very much. <laughs> the, the official narrative from the Warren Commission. It also had a CS indicated on it, which stands for Clandestine Services Unit. These labels have continued ever since they coined the phrase in the 1960s with the intention of stifling any truths from getting out. Pay close attention to those using the labels and the information they are referring to. This will be your first clue that truth lies within, and they are trying to deflect it. See why I like Corey? She just gets right to the meat of the matter. The bottom line is there are hundreds, if not thousands, of conspiracies taking place all around us. Yes, they are. And go read your Bible. They're all in the Bible. Oh, my goodness. There, uh, almost every book of the Bible, there's conspiracies. And she says legitimate, legitimate ones. While they are busy misdirecting with their conspiracy theorist labels, evidence is being dug up, they are being exposed, and what they claim to be theory is truth. There are some disputes out there as to whether the CIA was the first to use the term because it has been printed in a handful of political books from the late 1800s. The inception of the CIA was in 1947, and this psych dispatch went out in 1967, 20 years later. It is from that point on that the term conspiracy theory and conspiracy theorist have been shoved down our throats. It was weaponized just as so many other labels have been used to distract manipulate and change the narrative to suit their agenda. And here's the dispatch. You can read it. We'll have the link up at sonsoflibertymedia.com. You can read the dispatch for yourself. Okay? You, you, can, you can read what they were doing with it. And it was largely used to shut down those that they had. Remember, do you guys remember how they changed 
some of the testimony of the people who were eyewitnesses to the assassination of John F. Kennedy? Mm -hmm. They were pinning it on them in order to say they're not legitimate. You can't trust them. That's what they were doing. And again, uh, I'll pop this into the chat for those of you who want to who want to look over the document, but it will be in the archive later this morning, sonsoflibertymedia.com. So what is all this about? Well, we know they are looking to depopulate the world. Bradley spoke about this, I think, on Friday, I, uh, Saturday. I caught a little bit of it. Guys, just so you know, I'm usually not in the chat or anything on Bradley's show. Uh, I will listen to it if I'm out and about sometimes while I'm here, but I'm not paying attention to chat and stuff. So if any of you guys thought I was, I'm not, okay? But I think they're out to kill the people. And on his show, that's what he was pointing out, what Bill Gates has said about vaccines and health reproduction. We can turn those numbers down. And, and the, the bought and paid for media says, oh, he didn't call for depopulation. No, he didn't call for depopulation. What he said was, we're going to use this reproductive health stuff like, uh, I don't know, abortion. We're going to use um, uh, abortifacients. And for those of you who don't know, abortifacients are just as bad only the mom doesn't know she's doing it. She doesn't really capture that she's doing it. Birth control pills? Yeah. Go back and look up Margaret Sanger. She went to jail over that stuff because women were dying. High levels of estrogen in them. They backed them off a little bit. But let me tell you something. This is why women are getting cervical cancer. Nobody, well, some people will tell you that. But a lot of people won't tell you that. They're getting cervical cancer because they're taking these abortifacients, the, the birth control pills. They're murdering their own children, and some of them don't even know they're doing it. They've just been told, hey, it keeps you from getting pregnant. They don't tell you how it does it. They don't tell you how it goes in. And even if a baby attaches, is conceived and is attached to your wall, your, your uterine wall, that it destroys it. You're just as guilty of it. Ignorantly, but just as guilty of it. This is why I'm going to tell you, me and my wife were, were guilty of it too when we first got married. Within three months, we were convicted of it because what we saw was we were trying to be selfish with our lives. Look, we wanted to honor God. We wanted to, to love him and show that. But we recognized we weren't doing it because we'd been taught the way of the world. And we repented and we said, Lord, and I've told you guys, you know the story. I've said, Lord, I'm going to give this into your hands. My wife was there with me. If you give us kids... Just give me the means to provide for them. I'm not asking you for one child. But if you give them to us, give me the means to provide. And I can tell you, God has been faithful. God has been faithful. This boy's never earned over $60,000 except for maybe two years of my life. And it wasn't much more than that. If, if I can do that, you can do that. Quit telling yourself what the world has told you and believe in the promises of God. Believe in his promises. Because I'm going to tell you what, the devil's out to kill, steal, and destroy. And I'm going to tell you this. Every one of the disciples, every one of the apostles, including Paul, they were hunting them down because they were telling the truth. 
Jews, Romans, Ephesians, all kinds of people were hunting them down because they told the truth. And it had an impact. It had such an impact that the Bible says these are the men who are turning the world upside down. No, they were setting it right. It was already upside down. Our world is upside down today. And what does a shot have to do with it? They want to off people. Some of them are ignorant. Some of them know what's going on. They refuse to submit to it. Let me slide this out of the way. Let me give you a few examples of the disciples. Peter and Paul. Now this is you know, what we have handed down to us. Both were martyred in Rome about 66 AD before the destruction of Jerusalem. During the persecution under Emperor Nero, Paul was beheaded. Peter was crucified upside down. That's what he says. Right beside his wife, by the way. His wife was crucified too. Andrew, he went to the land of the man-eaters in what is now the Soviet Union. Christians there claim him as the first to bring the gospel to their land. He also preached in Asia Minor, where he is said to be a crucified. Thomas, remember doubting Thomas? When he said, I need to stick my hand in his side and then I'll believe? Oh, by the way, for the Jehovah's Witness, Thomas was there, and when Jesus requested him, come put your hand in my side, touch me. It's me. Thomas said, my Lord and my God. He wasn't exclaiming some cuss, okay? He, he wasn't, he was recognizing who Jesus was. Thomas was probably most active in the area of East Syria. Tradition has him preaching as far as East India, or East as India, where the ancient Marthoma Christians revere him as their founder. They claim that he died there when pierced through when the spears or with the spears of four soldiers. That's kind of interesting, isn't it? He was pierced through by soldiers with spears, and his Lord was run through with a spear in his side. Interesting. Philip, he possibly had a powerful ministry in Carthage in North Africa and Asia Minor, where he converted the wife of a Roman proconsul. In retaliation, the proconsul had Philip arrested and cruelly put to death. Matthew, he was a tax collector, a writer of the gospel, ministered in Persia and Ethiopia. See how these guys just, they went throughout the earth. That's why the book of Acts says the gospel has already gone out and it's already been preached to every creature under heaven. It already been done in the first century. This is 12 guys. Accomplish the task. What are we doing today with millions of us? Shame on us. Bartholomew, he had a widespread missionary travels uh, attributed to him by tradition to India with Thomas and back to Armenia, Ethiopia, and Southern Arabia. There are various accounts of how he met his death as a martyr for the gospel. James, he was the son of Alphaeus and one of at least three James referred to in the New Testament. There is some confusion as to which is which, but this James is reckoned to have, been, have ministered in Syria. The Jewish historian Josephus reported that he was stoned and then clubbed to death. For what? Preaching the truth. Preaching the truth. Simon the Zealot. He ministered in Persia and was killed after refusing to sacrifice to the sun god. Matthias. He was the apostle chosen to replace Judas. Remember that in Acts chapter 1, 2, where that's going on? Tradition sends him to Syria with Andrew and to death by burning. John. The only one of the apostles generally thought to have died a natural death from old age, but he was exiled to the island of Patmos 
Uh, he was the one who had taken care of the mother of Jesus, Mary. Wrote the Gospel of John, wrote three epistles, and then wrote the book of Revelation. And was said to have been dipped in a pot of hot boiling oil. But he survived. Friends, these people went to their deaths. Bearing the testimony of Jesus Christ. I'm sure there were conspiracy theories abroad. These guys are telling a lie. Jesus was di Jesus has died. We saw him on the cross. Didn't you guys see him? Yeah, yeah, we saw him. Didn't we have Roman soldier run? Well, where's his body? Oh, well, don't worry about that. We saw him dead. You know what's going on. This is, this is how the game's played. And wicked men will hide their sin. They will hide it. Psalm chapter 2. We, we've, we've, we've covered this many times. But Psalm chapter 2, in my mind, is the premier passage for conspiracy. I mean, there's a bunch of them in the scriptures. There's a, there's a bunch of conspiracies. You can see them all over. So this is not anything new. Real conspiracies. Psalm chapter 2. Going to give it to you again. I know maybe some of you guys get tired of hearing it. I'm going to drive it in because I have an agenda with Psalm 2. Psalm 2 is fulfilled in the New Testament. More than any other passage, Psalm 2 is quoted by the apostles as being fulfilled in Jesus Christ. It's not fulfilled in David. I had a guy on the show one time who wanted to tell me, you don't know what the Old Testament is talking about, and J.C. is fiction, and blah, 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 blah. And yet Peter stands up on the day of Pentecost, and he says, hey, David's over there in his tomb rotting. We see his tomb. The Bible says that you won't let your Holy One see corruption, and that's Jesus. It's only been 50 days. Go see if you can dig up his body somewhere. Show it to me. Because it ain't there. He's left. He's risen. Psalm chapter 2. Why the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together. And if you go against the Lord and against his anointed saying, let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. If you go and read in the New Testament, what you'll see about that passage is it's talking about the Romans and the Jews. They, had, they conspired together to kill Jesus. The Romans, because they were buying the lie that somehow Jesus said he was, he was uh, you know, something that uh, he, I mean, he didn't make the, he didn't claim that in the way they said it, even though he was, but they wanted to go after him. And the Jews wanted to go after him because they knew who he was. They knew he was the son of God. They knew he was the heir to the vineyard, as the parable states. They knew he was their creator. Let that sink in for a second. They knew he was the one that made them, who gave them the law, who was holding to the standard of law, and they said, we'll not have you rule over us. We'll, not, we'll rule over ourselves. We'll make our own law. See how good we're doing with it? And we're going to kill you to shut you up. That's what, they, that's what these guys did. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision, and he shall speak unto them in his wrath and vex them in his sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me. I shall give thee the heathen for thy inheritance. What do you think Christ was purchasing on the cross? 
He wasn't purchasing every single person who's ever lived. He's purchased his people that God gave to the Son, the Father gave to the Son, before time began. Go read Titus. The God who cannot lie has promised to the Son. Ask of me, I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance. It's not just the Jews. It's not just Jewish people that Christ died for. As John says, it's not just for us. It's for the sins of the whole world. It was for people outside of the, the, the old covenant. It's to bring them into a new covenant. We spoke about this yesterday. Our pastor did yesterday. It was to bring them into a new covenant. One that's not bound with sacrifices and temples and rituals and priests. We are the priests, ladies and gentlemen. We're a kingdom of priests, Peter says, unto our God. We have direct access to the Father through the Son because we have a great high priest. While there were many priests in Israel, there was always a high priest. And you know what? This kingdom of priests right now, we go to the high priest, the Lord Jesus. There is no other. There's no priest anywhere you can go to on this earth who intercedes for you. I don't care what the Roman Catholic Church teaches you. It is a lie. If you are a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ, you have direct access to the Father, through the Son. That's it. You have nowhere else to go. There is nowhere else to go. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Being, this is, I mean, my goodness, this is long before Christ is on the scene. Be instructed, ye judges, they are serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. How are they going to do that unless the people bring the fear of God upon them? How are they going to do that? They're not. And the people become weak in the faith, they become weak in the word, and because they're weak in both of those things and they don't have the Spirit of God, they let the kings just do what they think, and the kings think, oh, I'm getting away with it, I'm just fine. But the Bible warns, kiss the son, lest he be angry. And ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled, but a little, but a little. And friends, our God, his mercy is new every day. I pray that with my son every morning before he heads off to work. Our God is a merciful God. There's no question about it. And he endures much violation of his law, much mocking, much trampling upon his people and all of this stuff. But he's going to bring judgment. He's going to bring judgment. And I'm praying sooner than later. I want to kind of close with this. We've been, I, I say all of that because the kings of the earth and the rulers have aligned themselves again against the Lord's people and against the people at large with these shots. That's what they've done. And they would be wise to repent, to kiss the son lest he be angry, because he is angry. And peoples are losing their lives. These people know they're doing it, and they don't care. And why don't they care? Because nobody is standing up and putting a stop in it and putting the fear of God in them. 
And again, I direct you over to the book of Judges. Let the word speak to you as to what's going on and what needs to be done. This comes from a young lady out of uh, the Netherlands. Uh, we try to get her on the show because uh, of what was going on with the farmers and things. I kind of want to end with something that she says here. I'll make a little comment and then we'll close out the show. This, I don't even want to try to say her name. Eva, you'll know her. Starts with a V. Blarding Blart. I, I hate to just butcher a name, especially if I don't know how to pronounce it. Anyway, I want you to listen to what she has to say in this little clip. Here it is. This is all part of the so-called fourth industrial revolution, which entails the blurring of boundaries between the physical, digital, and biological world. And that revolution is very much taking place as we speak. In fact, most of the response to the pandemic has relied on fourth industrial revolution technologies, such as genetic sequencing, vaccine biotechnology, and contact tracing, aka mass surveillance software. And if you still believe that all of this is for the greater good and it won't be used against us, then I have to say I'm sorry, but you're being dangerously naive. Transhumanism will be presented to us as the holy grail, but in fact, it's the poison's chalice. I can imagine that some of you still might be thinking that I'm exaggerating this, but well, the reality is that I'm not the one saying it, they are. All we have to do is listen. For example, some years ago at the annual meeting of the World Economic Forum, Juval Noah Harari said, and I quote, soon corporations and governments will be able to hack all people. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life. Science is replacing evolution with, our in with intelligent design, not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds, but our intelligent design, end of quote. Bottom line is, ladies and gentlemen, we don't take our enemies seriously enough. There you go. There's the message. We can't seem to imagine that there are people on this earth who want to create a new human, a new world that is evil. That's exactly right. Did you get the last line? We don't take our enemies serious enough. They're telling you. They're not even walking around. You know, in the 80s and 90s, Illuminati, you know, Freemason, all this stuff was pushed out to the side. All these kind of these organizations that are following after something that isn't the God of the Bible. But they were kind of pushed out of the way. They were, You're a conspiracy theorist if you think that. And we've already covered that. Now they're just telling you. They just get on the camera and tell you what they have planned for us. I think you should listen to them as far as what they say, and then you should deal with them and let them know, hey guys, you guys at the World Economic Forum with your great reset and stuff, we got a plan for you. This ought to be our message. We have a plan for you. We're not looking to hack you and to turn you our way. We're looking to bring justice against you. We're looking to catch you wherever you are and bring you to a swift and final justice. That needs to be the message of every man, woman, and child on the earth. Whether you're a believer or not, You unbelievers know what they're doing is wicked, and it's wrong. 
That needs to be our message. We have a great reset, and that ought to be with dealing with you and resetting justice to where it belongs before the face of God. That's what the message ought to be. But instead, what do we do? We just pass around and say, oh, how wicked these guys are. Okay, they're wicked. What are we going to do about it? What are we going to do about it? I can tell you. As for me and my family, we're doing it right here in the backyard. I can't do it in America. I can't do it every 50 states, nor am I going to try to do that. I recognize the limit of my sphere of influence. So I'm going to do what I do here in this county that I live in, in South Carolina. And I'm going to encourage you to do it in the county that you live there in Michigan or California or Texas or Rhode Island or New York or wherever. I'm going to encourage you to do it. And together we can do it on a big front. But we know what we know who the enemy is. We know what the enemy is doing. We've been talking about what the enemy is doing for so long. Listen, enemy. You're coming and defying the armies of God? Oh, you better have set things in order. Because we're going to come for you. We're going to come for you. That's the message. We're going to come for you. Our God is a God of justice and of righteousness. It is part of his holy character. And I'm going to tell you, when his people get that message in their heart, and they understand they've been forgiven of their sins due to the justice that God exacted upon Jesus on the cross, not only did they not want to sin, they want to tell other people the gospel message. And those who have so seared their conscience that they cannot receive that message, you'll be the targets of the wrath. And it'll be the wrath of God. God used his wrath on the people with armies and foreign people over the course of history. And that's the message that needs to be heard to people like Harari, Klaus Schwab, these guys who are in political offices around the world, they need to hear it because it's coming. Prepare to meet your God. Prepare to meet your God. Bradley be with you at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, sonsoflibertymedia.com, and uh, we'll be back with you in the morning, Lord willing, 6 a.m. bright and early. Talk to you then.